Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 427. Hoping you guys are doing swell. This evening, it's March 2nd, 2021. We're in the midst of the pandemic. I took it indoors today. The last couple of days were beautiful, but today it's a little cold out there. Like, I could chill if I'm going to go, and but if I'm going to be just talking and going back and forth... Uh, might not be a safe thing to do right now. Uh, last thing I want to do is get sick. So, but anyway, <laughs> uh, computer work, man, computer work all day today. Um, uh, building out this academy. Um, I'm getting there, I'm like 75% through. Once I got that up and running, uh, then I have to go back to the other program and have to connect everything, you know, so I have a streamline. I do wish I could do it a little quicker. Um, it's just time consuming. Sometimes it feels like so unproductive because <clears throat> like I have stuff ready to sell and I have a program that I'm, I'm dying to introduce to everyone and uh, and I can't do it yet, you know? And um, so it's a little, uh, little frustrating when it comes to that. Uh, so I just gotta keep, keep working on it. Not much more I can do. Um, I'll probably sit here a little bit longer after the podcast, just try to get a couple. There's one area that I'm trying to make sense of. So once I got that, uh, I think I'll be good. So um, I don't know if you guys checked out my TikTok. It's TikTok Tuesday. Um, I did the one by the late, great Rashid, the comedic, the comic. Uh, the, uh, comic. Uh, I think this routine is called Poppy Ain't No Snitch. Um, if you guys have not seen it, go on my Facebook. If you're not on TikTok, if you're on TikTok, I prefer to you guys to go on TikTok and follow me there. Um, so that way, and hit the notification. Does that thing have a notification? I don't even know if TikTok has a notification. I think it does. I think it does. But anyway, uh, if it does, then hit the notification. So that way, every time I do a new TikTok, you will be uh, notified. And um, I, this one's pretty good. I had fun doing it. It was a little, little, bit, little bit of work. It was three characters. Uh, narrator I put out in the car. I was going to do them outside, but uh, I figured, let me put them in the car. It's a little easier. I could get through it if I was just kind of leaving it. If I was just going to do it outside, it would have been a little awkward because I, I kind of like people seeing me do my TikToks. I get a little embarrassed, you know? I don't know how some of these people, they do them in the middle of the street, but they're really good. Some of these people are like dancers and stuff and... It's kind of dope, you know. There's this one guy that's a—he's a drummer. He plays—he plays like the just the snare drum, like the drum that you play when you're in a marching band or something. And man, this dude is dope, man. So I never really had those kind of skills. Like I was a little good in a lot of things, but I never doubled down on something. Like I never found a passion that—no, I did find a passion, but like I didn't understand the concept of finding your passion early 
and then doubling down on it. Now, there's a good chance that maybe that wasn't for me. I don't think I'm the only one. Um, one of the things that I always enjoyed, ever since I was little, first of all, first of all, ever since I was, old, I was little, I was always a dreamer. I dreamt of what I was going to be when I grow up. Everything from the typical being a cop to a veterinarian, all those early jobs. I wanted to be a, a stuntman. I mean, these are things that I used to, as a kid, you know, I used to jump off freaking bunk beds and do flips and, you know, roll down freaking concrete steps. And I used to do crazy stuff, man, because I wanted to do this. But I had no guidance. Like, I, I didn't know anybody who can. I didn't have a father who can who could see what I was trying to do and kind of, kind of, kind of shift, shift me a little bit. You know, my life probably would have been a hell of a lot different. I'm not going to say it, it would have been better. Could have been worse. Could have been tragic. Who knows? But um, it would have it been different if I had a father who was at least like I am. Like, I'll give you an example, right? So... Santana wants to write. She loves to write. She's been writing for a couple of years, and she'll write a few pages of something, and we'll all, like, root for her, and then, then she'll put it down. She'll stop, and I'll leave her alone. Then she'll pick it back up, and she'll start something else, and something new she'll write, and I found an app for her phone. It's like a notepad for kids. It's like in, you know, pretty colors for girls, and and I, I showed her how to... Um, how to use it. I said, just, you know, whenever you can, just, you know, try to write something every day, put a little something. And, um, and so she's been doing that. And, but that's what I do. So the minute that the kids show me something that they have some sort of interest in, I kind of, I kind of like, I hate to say that I kind of hit them over the head with it, but I, I think I do. I do it nicely though. I don't like, I don't force them. But sometimes I might give them a, a, too much information where now I kind of show them uh, how hard it could be, which I never tell them, you know. Uh, I'll give you another instance. Like, so King, all right, Adam have got, had, my son Adam had gotten his daughter Santana a pair of roller skates about three years ago, two, about two years ago, I'll say. And um, about two years ago, yeah, something like that. And uh, you know, regular girl skates, white with the with the pink wheels and the pink laces, and uh, she was always good. She's she'd been skating since she was young. King never liked to skate. When we used to go to the roller skate, man, he used to want to play in the, you know, in the jungle gym thing, you know, the little play area, um, and never wanted to get on the skates. So when he came here, um, Santana got a new pair of skates uh, for Christmas. So. Um, Angel didn't know what she was going to throw out the other ones. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's leave those for King. I said, listen, they're white, but he doesn't know the difference. And he's not going to the skating ring. We're not going to, we wouldn't bring him to a skating ring like that. But we'll let him, you know, skate in the driveway. He loves it, man. He, he says his favorite color is pink. <laughs> so, so I guess it worked. <laughs> but today I changed out the laces. I had some white laces and I at least changed that. And uh, I'll get some, um some markers or something just to kind of they they the skates are beat up they still work perfectly though you know but maybe taking the I'll take the um I'll take the the the, the boot part and actually color it in just so so he has something a little different and uh those will be his and he can wear those until the ground until we wind up taking him uh roller skating you know to a ring then I'll buy him a brand new pair of his own you know but these are good for him to to beat up and he doesn't care so 
doesn't matter. Um, but he, you know, he started out by himself, you know, well, out there with Santana. He was doing the regular, you know, you walk with the skates where you're walking across and then little by little I showed him how to use his, his stopper and push himself. And now I'm looking, then I, I make him do laps around the truck. So I have the truck parked in the middle of the driveway. I tell him, uh, give me 10 laps. So yesterday he gave me 10. I said, give me seven more. He wanted to do seven. I said, seven more, go the other way, you know. And by the end of the day, he wasn't walking on his skates anymore. Now, this was already maybe about fifth or sixth time that he was outside with skates. Now he's rolling. And I just noticed because I was on the, on the phone and I'm looking at him while I'm talking. I'm noticing. I'm like, oh, shoot. He's actually rolling. He's, he's actually, he's skating. By the time he goes to the skating ring, he's going to be dope. He's going to be, he's going to be able to, he's going to be fine. And it'll be well worth buying the skates at that point, you know? So anyway, today, um, I used to tell him, I said, try to dance, try to dance. But he didn't understand what I was talking about. So he rolled into the, into the office. I had the door for the garage open. So I was sitting at my desk and he rolled in. I said, come here, man. I said, I want to show you something. I sat him down and I put on YouTube. That's the beauty of YouTube. You guys want to show your kids some examples going on YouTube. But anyway, I, um, I showed him people dancing on skates you know really those really good people and I had the music up loud and he watched like three of them with me and and he was also you see him moving and he's moving his skates back and forth I said okay and then he went he's and then we stopped it he went out and skate and I'm watching him and he's doing things like I could tell what he's he's trying to like move his skates a certain way I'm like okay but now he's introduced to that you know what I mean you know, like I said, I did it with, with with Santana. She wanted to write. I got her into writing. You know, I I taught I talked to her about it and but I try not to burn them out. So like if King wants to put the skates down and not touch them for like, you know, a year, I'll, I'll leave him alone. I don't mess with him, you know? I've learned that. I've learned that. If you if you allow the kids to go and do it, you know, they're gonna have fun. The minute you force them it becomes a job, then so I don't do that. I don't force them. I don't make it a job. Um, but I do try to show them all the different opportunities, all the different, um, you know, uh, things that you could do with that. So if you're skating, you could be a speed skater or a dancer or how people are skating in the roller skating ring. He loved that stuff. Um, when Erica, you know, when she wanted to get into um, um, playing the guitar, I bought her guitar, I bought her ukulele. I bought her a, 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 a program on teaching her how to how to play. I, t- I think I bought her a book. Um, I would have her. I would videotape her doing stuff, and I always encouraged her. I did the same thing with Adam. When Adam, you know, when he he wanted to box, and I got him involved in boxing. Um, um, I do this all the time. You know, oh, when Erica was painting, I went and bought her a paint uh, an airbrush set. You know, and then um, so so you know, Adam gets into certain things. I buy him books. I get him you know things that have to pertain to that. And and my kids and my grandkids pretty pretty much like me in that sense. I don't think they're as obsessive as I am. Like if I'm into something, like next thing you know, I'm reading everything about it. Like I actually turn myself into an expert of it. You know. Um, I, because I, I, I really, I geek out big time on it. I'm working on podcasts now. I'm trying to do these, these, this other podcast. I know everything. I got all the gear. I went, I was researched. I bought all the right gear, and I got everything here. You know, 
And um, uh, same thing with cameras, same thing with vlogging, same thing with writing, same thing with pretty much anything that I ever, I ever wanted to do. And what's so crazy is that like I didn't have anyone to do that. I didn't have a Latif. I didn't have. My mother didn't know. My mother was a woman. She was conservative. She comes from the old school. She was all about. She liked a very simple life. She liked to go to work, come home, go on vacation, see family, see her kids, see her grandkids, watch TV, go to the movie. You know, she liked very, and that was a beautiful thing. I think, let me tell you something. For all of you people who feel that you don't have any kind of ambition or any kind of drive, or you're not motivated to do anything, you know what? Don't look at that as a negative. Look at it as a positive because that just might be you. You are placed on this earth to enjoy it. You know, when when you have people like myself who are entrepreneurs, which is cool, I'm proud of it, I sacrifice a lot. And sometimes the sacrifices can be unhappy. I don't spend as much time as I can with just people I love. I spend most of the time in this office, you know? Um, I go into the house just to see my wife because I miss her, you know? And, um, but, uh, you know, but uh, what would my life have been if I had a father who was with me? If my father loved football, I don't think he ever knew that I played football. I don't think he ever knew. And if he was living with me when I was growing up and I wanted to play football, how would that have been? What would that have been about? Would he have gotten me in a team? Would he have taught me the sport? Because I taught myself the sport. Before I went to play football, I went and started watching games and kind of, back then we didn't have internet, we only had the library and getting books and kind of learning what the different positions were and what their movements were. The same thing with boxing. You know, boxing, I used to lie. I used to tell people, yeah, 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 I boxed. Well, I used to box. And I remember I had a teacher that used to let me sit in the back of the room, back of the classroom, so I could read my boxing magazines. Because if not, I disturbed the class, so he just put me back there. I thought he was a nice guy. Come to find out he failed me at the end of the year, but... um, but yeah, so and then, um, uh, um, and then I remember when I finally went to the gym and I basically trained myself. I bought every, I used to, <laughs> I, I brought this up before, so I can't get in trouble. I stole books from the library all about boxing, Jim, Jack Johnson, uh, Jack Dempsey, J- Jack Dempsey, Jack Johnson, was it Jim Johnson, Jack Johnson? Uh, um, you know, Lewis, um, uh, you know, all the great fighters, man. I studied them. I remember I had this big book. It was fat. It was called The World's Greatest Heavyweights of the World. And started from way back in the days, man, when they did that funny stance. I think that was Jack Johnson, right? Jim Um, anyway. I would train myself, I would learn, I would read these biographies and read these stories about these people and just like, wow, I used to be so engulfed in these stories and I think I told you guys, I mentioned before when I finished the book, an autobiography of Jack of uh, Jack Dempsey, I was sitting in the train, on the number seven train going into Manhattan and I put 
the book down. I put the book down on my lap because I just finished it. I closed it. And when I looked across the aisle, sitting directly across from me, holding open the newspaper, um, there was a man holding a newspaper open, and in the back of that newspaper said, Jack Dempsey dead at whatever the age was, 86, I forgot. But anyway, um, and I was like, you know, I just spent, you know, like three weeks, like, just geeking out on this guy, like reading everything, like I knew his life, like he was almost like a friend. So when I saw that, as soon as I closed it, you know, when you close a book after you read it, you're like, you kind of think about it, you let it marinate, and you kind of, you let it move you. And that's what I like about books. I love for them to move me, to make me think, to make me change the way I, I do things. And, you know, or if it's a, a novel, I want to know these people. I want to, I want it to sit with me for a while, you know? And when I closed the book, and I knew this guy wanted to marry me. I see he died. I was like, wow, like it really affected me like, like if it was a family member, you know. But anyway, um, but what would, you know, oh, but what I was saying was I, so I taught myself everything about boxing. Everything, man. I knew, but, and then I used to work out and I used to run. And, and I remember finding the PAL in Queens and going in there for the first time. And I met, I think his name was Phil, was, um, yeah, his name was Phil. He was the coach. He was the trainer, the head guy. And I went in there and I introduced myself. And uh, he, he said, you have a boxing fight? I said, I said, yeah, I bullshitted him a lot. He goes, okay, um, let me see his stance. I stand totally wrong. Like, I remember I stood with my right hand. I'm, a, I'm, le- I'm ready. So, of course, you know, when you stand... If you're right-handed, then you stand with your hand, your right hand towards the back, not the front. And, you know, because you're jabbing with your left, which is forward, you know, which is in front of you. And I did it totally the other side. He was like, what hand do you write with? I said, my right. I raised my right. He goes, oh. He took my entire body and shifted my entire body, shifted my legs. He knew at that moment right there that I never boxed in my life. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of swallowed it and... uh <clears throat> and and that was it, you know. And man, I used to go to and train. I used to train hard. But the minute I stopped training, the minute I stopped going to the gym, I had nobody to push me. I had nobody to to wake me up and say, "Come on, let's run." I used to get up in my myself and run, you know. Nobody, you know, helped me look at goals. I couldn't couldn't really talk to my mom about these things. I didn't I didn't know what to talk to her about, you know. And, um, and, and it was crazy, you know, same thing with football, same thing with everything I ever did, you know, I think probably, you know, don't get me wrong, my mom was encouraging whatever I wanted to do, she just didn't know anything about it, and therefore she wasn't interested, she was interested in whatever I did, but she didn't know the sport, she didn't know what to tell me, you know, my brother was mostly business, I, I got to really vibe with him later on in life, you know, but he was never into sports, not that I knew of. I never knew my brother to be into sports. Um, so, so it was weird, you know, I never, I didn't grow up with that, you know, but what would my life have been had I had somebody like that? So, and that's why I'm, I'm the way I am with the kids. And you know what? I don't care. I don't care what it is that they want to do. I don't care if they want to plant flowers I don't care if they want to paint houses. I don't want, care if they want to collect butterflies. I don't care what they want to do. 
I think there's a beauty in absolutely everything, you know? I mean, I just recently saw something on, you know, beekeepers, and I thought it was fascinating. I'm like, wow, what an incredible business to have, you know, to raise these bees and then to, you know, the, the honey. And it was incredible. Like, if I had it like that and I didn't have all these other things or I had a ton of land, I would love to have a section of my yard way in the back somewhere where I could put, you know, a handful of beehives. I would love that, you know? And um, so it's, it's crazy, you know? So I, I encourage them. I encourage them. And I encourage people to encourage their kids and grandkids. Don't try to steer them. And, and keep in mind also, sometimes kids try things and then they change their mind. They don't want to do it. You got to leave them. And sometimes um, you have to buy stuff. You have to buy equipment. You have to register them. You have to buy uniforms or if they're in school and they're doing this stuff um erica did it you know i paid to put her in gymnastics and well me and angel paid him to put her in gymnastics and and but she was cool with it but it, it just seemed like bullshit really like nobody was there teaching them they were just there doing flips and there was like other kids teaching them but there was no competitions it was just like a big old jungle gym that we were paying all this money for and i was like this is silly, man. Like, I would have loved to her, for her to have um, have done something there, but it didn't look like it was going to go anywhere. Um, she also joined the swimming team. We kind of discovered that one. I'll be real with you. They were kind of racist. They were kind of racist. It was, you know, um, you could sense it. You could sense it. There was one other black girl there, and she looked like it was just... We were new there, and they came over to talk to us, and it was like... It was kind of a little, a little sad, you know. Um, you know, nobody was really. There was no, nobody was friendly. Like, how do you teach your children that? You know, I would never teach my child to do any to be like that in any way. I always teach my kids and my grandchildren be em- empathize with everybody. I don't care if it's a, you know, I don't care what country, what language. I don't care who they are. It, it does not matter if they have a heart that's beating. Then, then they deserve, um, they, they deserve to be looked at and thought of and considered just like everyone else and respected, you know. So, but um, but then she wants to go to RTC and look, she's in Germany in the army. She's a specialist in the army. She does, she's um, she teaches people how to shoot. She works at the armory. She's got a lot going on, you know. Um, I, I encouraged her to draw. I bought her canvas. I bought her uh, the, the pens that she wanted. I bought her a drafting table. I used to get her books. Whatever she needed, um, notebooks. She used to always have different sketchbooks and stuff like that. And, you know, I did these things. Um, I did these things because I wanted to encourage her. I'm not saying that she would ever draw, but look what she's doing now. She draws tattoos for herself and for other people that's a thing and I think it's a beautiful beautiful thing you know but um sometimes I get a little carried away like I'll talk to her and I'll like well you know see that what you're selling man I could I could show you how to scale that up and show you how to do that no no dad I'm not really interested I barely got enough time to do what I do I just that's just a few dollars on the side and I said okay so I leave her alone <laughs> she doesn't want to hear it so but anyway uh Anyway, all right, guys, listen, that's it. Uh, just going to cut down. I appreciate you tuning in. Thank you, as always. Um, be safe out there. It's still crazy. And until tomorrow, 
You know, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.